Sidey, you chose this week's midweek mention for us. I did. And it was? It was Zero Effect, and it's cropped up a couple of times recently. Um, It's cropped up in about 20 minutes. No, what, about about two hours hours ago ago when we we chatted about it but didn't press record. Yeah, it's cropped up in the top five. I picked it, and also I think Vimesy or maybe Darren Lethal Weapon 4 picked it. Someone did. So I want to revisit it to see if it's as good as I remember. So this is a 1998 comedy film of which I had no knowledge of, but it's Mm -hmm. written and directed by Jake Kazdan. Yeah. Son of Lawrence. Yes. Who did Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back, yeah. Yeah. Which is a decent movie. It's not all that bad. And this movie is effectively, it's inspired by or just a complete remake of the Sherlock Holmes story of a scandal in belgravia yeah a sort of reinterpretation yeah with bill pullman as daryl zero and ben stiller playing it almost completely straight the whole yeah. way through yeah. as his watson character arlo and this is where we start with ben stiller trying to win a new client and making him sound all nice and perfect and talking about how brilliant he is but also intertwined with scenes of him mm. talking in a bar about how awful he is yeah, about how he writes music, but it's dreadful. He is just like dirty and disheveled and a mess and a recluse. And, you know, he terrible. calls him a recluse. Yeah. Not yeah. a recluse. And we do eventually meet him after we've seen Ben Stiller, Steve Arlo. Yeah, because he'll only be represented through Arlo in public, talking to a character that we'll get to in a bit called Gregory Stark, this new client. Yeah, played by Ryan O'Neill. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's good in this. And yeah, then he does go back. He basically has to report his findings back to Daryl Zero about what the case is about, what the guy wants, what the problem is, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as he mentions the guy's name... Daryl Zero knows fucking everything about his family history. Oh, it's old money. You know, yeah. they did this, they did that. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, he knows everything. Oh, but we didn't talk about his place, how he gets into it through the massive steel. Yeah, doors. when he lives in the penthouse and we see him in the elevator and he presses the penthouse button and there's yeah. fucking million floors and he goes up and then um, it's got this almost like a fucking super villain yeah. <laughs> style doors that form a Z in these metal um, kind of contraption. And then he's got six or seven locks that he has to unlock, press a code, lock them back up, press another code, and it's fucking rigmarole. Yeah. But obviously... And when we meet him, he's just playing these dreadful songs and he's been up for three days straight drinking nothing but Pepsi Tab. Mm. And... Tuna tuna Tuna. straight from a can. Yeah, and and taking amphetamines. Yeah, which I guess is all Sherlock Holmes stuff because he was a opiate addict, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. But together, these guys have have solved some of the world's most incredible, you know, criminal cases. So, he, you know, the case of the man with mismatched shoelaces, yeah. the case of the hired gun who made too many mistakes. So they are a a, a killer team. Yeah, and it's obviously he he's not able to deliver the message by telephone or by email or whatever he has to go and tell Daryl Zero these things face to face he doesn't trust anything which is a recurring kind of jokey thing that goes on throughout the movie yeah so as you say this case is has been kicked they've been approached by this millionaire businessman Gregory Stark and Stark is being blackmailed he's he propositions it as he's lost the keys to a, mm. a, a safety deposit box and he's contacted zero to find them but zero pretty quickly finds the keys they were lost in his office down the sofa yeah and so that becomes just a coincidental thing and there's something else at play which actually in the movie itself 
doesn't take that long to resolve who the blackmailer is. No. It's the motives and what's, you know, kicked it all off that is the the real mystery. So what what's happening is Daryl Zero's I don't know, is he coming to the end of his career or whatever it is, but he's decided that he needs to document his process. He's writing his autobiography. Yeah, and why and why he's the best detective in the world. He he really is not very humble about all this sort of stuff. He was hoping that Arlo was going to do it, but he showed no interest. So he's sitting down to document it. And, and the first thing that he mentions is about how you have to be able to observe mm. and not, not just watch people, but probably observe. And so the first thing that we see him do is, is go to the gym where Gregory Stark works out. Yeah. I quite like this scene because it shows, you know, how you can wean information out of people. And he's, he actually says it not by communication but by you know behavioral stuff gives it all away and he's he sets his treadmill up to be going at the same speed as him and says oh what are you doing in level eight and he's like oh no no, no it's a seven but it's obviously a four or something like that you know mm. um, but he's he's too arrogant to admit that someone's doing something better than him and then he, he drops into conversation about what college he went to his family you know what their, their businesses well and also zero's got like an encyclopedic knowledge of absolutely everything so yeah. when there's and it comes up time and time again so when they're having a conversation they're having a, a conversation about sports and he overhears it and mm. they say oh when did the last time that basketball won with a slow line he's like oh the 76 yeah whatever the celtics yeah. The celtics yeah so he can and he's demonstrates time and time again this mm. like knowledge of really obscure stuff not just sports while he's there he tries to book an appointment with the masseuse mm. that stark uses every day and the lady says no he that she's she has a recurring daily appointment at 10 but i could fit you in at nine mm. And there's a lady behind him who says, oh, I wanted that slot, but don't worry, you got there first, you take it. Um, and they have a little interaction and then she's gone out of the door before he's able to catch her name. But the lady who's the receptionist there says, oh, there, that's Gloria. She's not married. She's so, single, yeah. okay. so he gets a bit flustered. Like, oh, why would I? But we see her again in the not too distant future. Yeah. Because there's been another blackmail a ransom note and arlo says i've told him to go through with the drop off you know he has to do everything yeah we don't want to tip off the yeah the blackmailer and they have to f and the blackmailer is asking them to do follow an, an increasingly elaborate yeah. series of steps to to go and take the money it's pretty cool actually yeah hmm. something like when the odometer on the bus no on, on your car reads you know x number then the beeper will go and you'll have to do this and catch this bus and get off here and blah 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 and it goes on forever i always think that it doesn't matter how elaborate it is the last bit yeah if you stayed and watched you would you You'd would know. still be able to find out you know yeah but anyway well that is his plan basically isn't it mm. also he's got arlo still his character playing all over the country to meet him at one point he meets him in an airport phones yeah. him to give him some information yeah. and then sends him straight back on another plane and he's calling him from a booth about two phones down so it shows his sort of zany operations but at the at the money drop off from the latest blackmailer, he's instructed to leave the money in the last toilet, toilet store. store. There's a bag in the cistern, basically mm. puts it in there, then immediately set off the fire alarm, and you've got three minutes to do all this. And so there's someone in there just like banging on the door for them to get out, and they they do that. And Daryl Zero is just waiting, and my message is to say they would have fucking turfed him out while the you know while the alarm was going off or something. He's just stood you know in the foyer just watching everyone, and there's just emergency services. But we see Gloria come yes. in. Well, she's so, we 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 learned before that she was a paramedic. Yeah, 
In fact, Zero had guessed it because he'd smelt something. Iodine, on her. I know. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so we know, we know that they, he just looks at the bag that she carries through. We know that she's now the blackmailer, but it's all about finding out what her story is. Yeah. And her story is a convoluted one mm. with a few twists and turns. He keeps going back to the gym, Zero, to, to observe some more. But he does have more interactions with Gloria. Yeah. And his cover story is that he's an accountant. She says, oh, he must be in for that conference. Yes. And he kind of has to go with it. Yeah. And the next time she sees him, she's like, I want to ask you something. And he gets all flustered again. And she's like, could you do my tax return? And he's like, okay. And I think... I don't know, because when, when you get to the end of the film, I think right from the start she knew yeah. who he was. Yeah. Or she knew that he wasn't who he said he was. Yeah, least. it's a test, yeah. Because yeah, she gets him back to her place, sits him down and, and asks him about, is it like the corrodium, some sort of you know weird chemical yeah. deduction to do with tax. And he pauses for a little while and then he, he goes on to explain it in great detail because he knows fucking everything in the world about everything. So he passes this test, but I still don't think she fell for it no but she's fact checking but she's like at least you can do my tax return for me yeah it's a pretty it is a pretty crazy scene really Mm. because like in the reality of the movie she's just met this guy she invites him back to his her place Mm. says can you do my taxes and then goes for a nap and (laughs) then when she gets up from her nap and they have this little cat and mouse type exchange She's like, oh, I'm just going to go and have a shower. And that's when he roots around in her apartment and finds a photo yeah. of with the initials KV. And he's been looking for these initials. Yeah, it was on the ransom note, stay away from KV. Yeah. And they find out from her apartment that the KV stands for Craig and Vincent. Yes. And they follow her and find her pushing this guy around in a wheelchair. He's dying. Mm. it seems was it vincent cassell was he the no no i don't think so craig and vincent he was played by a guy called matt o'toole right or mott can't remember matt o'toole <laughs> after all that Dow zero has found the missing safety deposit box key he is able to go to the bank and find out what is what is it that's in the safety deposit box yeah and that is a tape recording of ordering the hit yes and so they go to the murder scene and they're trying to figure out what's what has gone down, like the, what are the missing pieces of this story. And it goes through some convoluted stuff about the size of the bed would have been different back in the day. And somehow a guy's gone in, done a hit, and then left his fingerprints, like a professional guy. He, yeah. He's gone in, he's done the thing that he was supposed to do, but then he's left his fingerprints like absolutely fucking everywhere. Yeah. And after a bit of digging, when things start to fall into place, what they figure out is that, Gloria, Gloria's mother had been raped by Gregory Stark. By Gregory Stark. He's not a nice guy, as it turns out, after all of this. Yeah. And to hide the fact, and there's a thing about can a can a human be evidence? Yeah. As in the baby be evidence of the rape and the, the stuff that's gone. So Stark has ordered the hit on her, and and the mother has been killed, and then after the the hit has taken place he's heard the baby crying and so he's decided to give it all up and to save the baby not leave the baby there with the dead body and blah 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 blah, blah. and his sister the hitman's sister has brought her up Gloria yeah and it's I don't know what point she's discovered all this about her life but she has at some point because obviously she's the one who's been blackmailing yes Gregory all along 
Yes, and she seems like remarkably okay with this guy having killed her mother because mm. she's pushing him around in a wheelchair while he's in, you know, convalescing. I just thought it was weird. She's also figured out that, I mean, definitely figured out and t- tells Zero how she's figured out that he's not Nick, the, the accountant, because he didn't take the receipts when they went for dinner. Um, so she's well ahead now, even of the absolute super genius detective daryl zero there's a the culmination where the the blackmailing becomes more frequent and the notes more how do they describe it in the film desperate more desperate yeah he says that and so they go through with one more but this time gregory stark hangs around and does do the thing that he could always do is find out yeah the last piece of the he's supposed to leave on the same bus that he came in on or something but he doesn't he waits around and goes into a planetarium yeah and they're all in there, including Bill Pullman, I think, in his most ridiculous disguise at this point. He's had a few throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah, but... he has. Oh, no, because there's still the waiter at the end. Oh, yeah. Right at the very end. But uh... Yeah, at one point he looks like, oh, man, Easy Rider kind of. Uh, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis Hopper. Hopper yeah. 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 <laughs> it's quite good. But he has a heart attack, old Stark. Yeah. And Gloria's left with this conundrum of does she, because she is a health professional, you know, does she save the guy who she knows is a complete scumbag mm. or does she fucking let him die? But, you know, she's better than that and she does help him out. Yeah. She resuscitates him. Yeah. Then fleet flies off. She does have to do a runner, not before making a phone call back home where Daryl Zero is waiting in her apartment and they go through a thing about and he says look there's a man behind you and she kind of like oh is that don't worry he's there to help you he's got some documentation some fake ids some money for you you need to just stay on the run now because they're going to be trying to get you mm. for this so you know just use cash go wherever but lie about everything don't leave a trail but all that sort of stuff and she yeah. says well why why couldn't you be here to give me that and he says oh i knew you'd be there but i hoped you'd be here and i quite i quite like that bit it was it was nice i don't think you were quite sold on the on that bit well certainly the second half of the movie yeah yeah no I, it's a it's a strong opening have we finished or have we sort of missed the whole bit with arlo because he does drift out of the movie a bit but he's being his wife not wife his girlfriend wants him to quit the the business of being zero's assistants and he does actually at the end of the movie doesn't he yeah he, he says he's sick of working for the starks of the world which i guess would definitely get you down and he says you know these rich guys just paying their way out of all their mm. fucking horrible shit that they've done and yeah that certainly would be a difficult one to reconcile with yourself i think but, but zero has assisted a blackmailer on leaving the country really as well so true true that yeah, yeah. morally but she does end the phone call by uh, because Daryl Zero throughout the movie has only ever used aliases and he's got all mm. these fake IDs with ridiculous photos in them of his yeah. different hairstyles and stuff. And she calls him Daryl Zero and she's like, what? And she just hangs up and leaves mm. it. And, you know, are they ever going to reconnect? We don't know. She um, was one step ahead. His passion for her got in the way of his anal- an analytical mind. Passion is the enemy of precision. precision. Yeah, he says. Um so I really, I still enjoy this. This is, I don't know, third or fourth time that I've seen it. I used to have it on VHS, actually. I liked it so much. So, yeah, this was still a hit for me. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, the first half an hour, 40 minutes, I really mm. enjoyed the introduction to the world and then the mystery didn't. I don't know if this genre maybe is not for me particularly because I don't really, I never really get on with the Sherlock Holmes movies or anything like that. And this is obviously a sort of noirish yeah. dating of that. Pullman's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's okay. <laughs> well, audiences seem to agree with you, Riggs, because the budget for it was five mil. 
and it only did just a meager two million at the box office. So people weren't queuing around the block to go and see this, but mm. I, I still would recommend it to people. I really enjoyed it. I think Dan, Dan would get a would, kick out of it. Yeah, Dan would have liked this one. Yeah, it sounds decent. I'm going to probably get around to watch it. Where do you go to watch this? It's a rental on Amazon. Right, okay. Because it, it was, I was just looking, it's one he did just before something about Mary. Yeah, it's a pretty much a straight role stiller in this. Yeah. And the movie just breezed by. It's not it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's it's like a ninety odd minute, you know, runtime. No, um, it's like nearly two hours this Is week. it really? Yeah. Oh man, it flew by for me. It flew by. Yeah, I felt okay. it was fifteen yeah. minutes too long as well. Okay. Interesting. Maybe you should watch it down and give a casting vote. Yeah. I will. I'll check this one out. It it does sound up my street. And yeah, maybe a little more time next week and I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> 